listening to Two Sons of Tatooine. If there's a bright center to the universe, you're listening to the podcast that it's farthest from. And here are your hosts, Jonathan and Nathan. Greetings and welcome to the 22nd episode of Two Sons of Tatooine. I am your host, Nathan, a.k.a. NP Bro. And joining me, as always, is my co-host, Jonathan Cohn. We are also joined by one of our co-producers, but we'll introduce him in a second. Our topic for today is the trailer for the new Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga video game, which will be coming out in spring of 2021. This looks like it could be a groundbreaking step forward for Lego, Lego Star Wars and Lego games in general. Uh, today, we'll be giving you our first thoughts and reactions, as well as some speculation. But first off, Jonathan, do you want to introduce our special guest? Yes. If you have listened to some of our previous episodes, you probably can guess who this guest is. This is probably one of the biggest LEGO Star Wars and also just Star Wars fans, but particularly LEGO Star Wars fans I know, which is James Cohn, one of our co-producers. James, how are you doing today? Hello there. Um, I, I'm doing okay. Um, Welcome to the I'm, podcast. Uh, yeah. I feel like you guys are really building me up way too much. Uh, um, <laughs> honestly, I don't know if I'm that <laughs> big of a, a Lego Star Wars fan. But, yes, it, it is in my, uh, uh, in my nostalgia from growing up playing with Legos and loving to play the Lego video games because it's Legos and it's Star Wars and, how much, and it's a video game. So how much better can you get than that? So... <laughs> Yes, yeah. indeed. So the first thing that we're going to be talking about is just our general overall thoughts. So since you're our guest, um, James, I thought I'd ask you, what are your overall thoughts on the trailer? Did you like it? Did you dislike it? Did you, did you have problems with it? What was your overall thoughts about well, it? Well, it was funny because I know we talked about this uh, before we started, but I think that I had, at first I was kind of unsure about the... Uh, about the trailer and everything because for the first time we actually had seen wait a minute they're going to be talking the entire game <laughs> and I was a little unsure mm-hmm. about it at first and then I watched it a couple times and then I'm like you know what this actually looks really amazing and so even if the dialogue is not the greatest I feel like they're going to do as best as they can with the story and with um, the gaming and uh, being able to give a lot of the feel of uh, regular Star Wars or Lego Star Wars video games and, you know, some of the the comic relief humor that they throw in uh, of some of the famous scenes, which um, I'm probably most excited about getting to see. The the most exciting thing was probably each shot that they did uh, release within the trailer. It looks glorious. So I I think um, I don't think there's ever been a Star Wars game that's ever been released that was up to this scale as far as um, detail when it comes to Legos. So um, so I'm actually incredibly excited for it. Yeah, how about you, Nathan? What are your overall thoughts on this trailer? Well, I'll be frank to start you off. I've never played a Lego Star Wars game to completion. I've only played, you know... What? Played at friends' houses. I've played what? in families, you know... You're our uh, resident video no. game person. You are our video That's game true. person, and you That's haven't true. finished so, a Lego video game. So the appeal for me was never as strong as it was towards what I would, you know, probably categorize as the more serious 
uh, kind of other Star Wars games. You know, Lego Star Wars was, to me, in my mind, which was a limited experience, but it was for kids. And that introduction to Star Wars was important, but it was a little bit beyond my, I guess, you know, my interest level. So I'll say this as my reaction to the trailer. Immediately, immediately after seeing it, I thought, that looks like something I would play. And here's why. It goes exactly to what you just said, James. This is going to be Star Wars abridged. And if you're familiar with, like, you know, mm-hmm. YouTube abridged series of your favorite shows or, or anime series or whatever, this is going to be Star Wars abridged. And the jokes that we're going to get from the voice acting, mm-hmm. um, which I've already, I mean, we've already heard Sam Whitward as, you know, the Emperor, but this is going to be a chance for him to take all of the jokes. All of the corny things that him and the other guys on the set of the Clone Wars are sitting around passing <laughs> around to each other and saying in between takes of like, you know, old Anakin, you know, <laughs> just making all of these puns between each other. Mm-hmm. I think all of that's going to be in the game. And we've already seen some of it in the trailer. So I think uh, you're probably going to pull in a whole other audience just because of that fact. And I don't know why they didn't do it sooner. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's my first major reaction, and I think it's enough to make me excited for the game. Yeah, I, um, I'm with James that I was a little bit apprehensive going into it, seeing, the, uh, seeing that they had voice actors. But actually, there was another thing that what I was even more apprehensive about, and I want to get into this first, is who they got. Because there are a handful of people that are actually the actors. And I was reading up that they did get Anthony Daniels and um, uh, Billy Dee Williams to play C-3PO and uh, Lando, respectively. Well, of course they got but Billy Dee. They both, <laughs> yeah. with the exception of Solo, Billy Dee has voiced every single iteration of Lando that we've ever had. And with the exception right. of, like, I don't even think of anything. I think in everything, including Lego, uh, Anthony Daniels has played C-3PO, so that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And then they actually were able to get Daisy Ridley to come back to voice mm-hmm. uh, Ray oh. again, which I was a bit um, surprised at uh, when I read that. Yeah. Um, but all the other actors are not the original movie actors. They're going with either the Clone Wars actors or the actors who do the Lego TV show stuff. Mm-hmm. If you notice, the guy who voices Han is the same guy who voices Han in the Lego cartoons that they make, like for for, for Cartoon Network or something. Mm-hmm. And the um, okay. uh, the voice of Luke, same same person that does it for the, the cartoon stuff. Now, I think that they got, I from what I understand, they got like uh, Matt Lanter to play uh, Anakin and they got uh, like uh, Ewan, oh, not Ewan McGregor um, uh, James Arnold Taylor James Arnold Taylor yeah, to play Good. Uh, Good. Ken- Kenobi which makes sense because they're like they're, like, they're already ingrained but, but if, they're, if you're going to use the voices I almost thought why not just literally lift the audio from the movies yeah. but then you did make a good point that they can make jokes more jokes about it and once thinking about that, I thought, okay, maybe, because they did get the actual audio, the actual voices from Lord of the Rings when they made the Lego Lord of the Rings game, and it was mm-hmm. still a hilarious, you know, there's a lot of hilarious moments in that. So mm-hmm. I was really worried going into this. Um, uh, but now I think, mm. you know what, because of all the jokes that they can throw in, I can, and yeah. I'm understanding... This isn't can this isn't exactly like canon. It's just a fun video game. It's just mm-hmm. just Lego. Right, it's just right. fun. 
I can I can get behind it now. Um, uh, Nathan, what did you think of the choices of what we understand of the voice actors? Were any of the voices off-putting, or did you think they all pretty much matched? Yeah, well, we haven't heard all of them yet. All the ones we've um, heard so far. So once we... Once we once we do, the ones that I've heard are all voices I recognize. Mm-hmm. And I already mentioned Sam Witwer, uh, but we heard a little bit of Han in the trailer, and I guess I wasn't familiar with his actor, but he sounded fine. Chewie, I guess anybody that can do a good growl can <laughs> potentially do that. Yeah. Potentially do that. Well, it's probably, <clears throat> it's probably um, all the recycled originals. I just, Sorry, I yeah, interrupted. For Chewie, they definitely they yeah, have that. It was a combination of, I believe, like walrus and some like bobcat stuff and yeah that that chewy growl is like three or four different animals put together isn't it so mm-hmm. uh but it, it'd be cool if they could get you know new more diverse walruses and include them <laughs> and give the young up-and-coming walrus talent a chance to, to put their spin on the wookie characters um so we won't have the same anyway every, every moving on to <laughs> the other points <laughs> Is that not a fun joke? Come on, guys. Come uh, on. Chuck. That's like the most um, random thing to say for a Star Wars podcast. But I mean, if you being that much of a nerd to, <laughs> to know the actual sounds that were used, it's like that that shows how true of a fan I guess you are. So, but there's <laughs> <laughs> um, the things that you must know. We we must know these things. Uh, but do you think Indeed. we're going to have Ashley Eckstein? Was I mean, they've already said 500 characters, right, Jonathan? Oh, yeah. 500 characters in Star Wars. What are the chances that Ahsoka's not in it? I mean, that would be stupid. I expect to see her. I expect to see... Who are the other characters that you expect? Like, are we going to get some Rebels characters? We're going to see Solo. Is there going to be in this? Um, I, I, I don't think so. I definitely think we're going to get some Rogue One characters because you see the shot of Vader coming through the hallway with the, like the where he ignites uh-huh. his lightsaber. I think that's supposed to be that scene. Mm-hmm. Um, I think maybe what instead of getting like like a, a group of levels that are Rogue One, we might get one level that is the end of Rogue One that leads into a new hope mm-hmm. um, where we get to see the inter- intermediary time. Uh, that would be really cool, mm. I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know about I don't th- I think that if we get like the solo characters or Ahsoka or other things like that, they're not going to be part of the story. They'll just be random unlockable characters that you can get. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, One Mm -hmm. character that I saw thrown out that now they have to have this somewhere hidden is a Lego George Lucas. (laughs) Um, Yeah. uh, Really? I think that is now has to, I will, I will riot if there is no Lego George Lucas in there. I think that's like the Stan Lee of, cameo type things that that would be hilarious they already have the template because back in the early 2000s they did make a lego george lucas for the lego indiana jones um uh shorts that they made so the template's there and so i'll add this though it needs to be the collider fake version of george lucas that appears in the interviews (laughs) this is like another check for daddy oh no (laughs) and every time you click on his dialogue he just has one of those lines (laughs) um but i but i do think that is the funniest game ever i do think that is a a, an interesting concept to include him or something like that like get someone with really big glasses and make it jj abrams or uh i don't know something something funny like that what do you think james in in the last video game they did have jj abrams uh for the force awakens i think it was like they actually had jj oh, really? abrams as a playable character 
Um, yeah, but I mean, it's, I don't know. I mean, obviously I feel a little bit different about the prequel trilogy or the sequel trilogy. Um, uh, probably not as strong of a fan of it. So I'm not as excited about them making a Lego JJ or a Lego Ryan Johnson necessarily, but it would be kind of funny if they threw him in there as a playable character. And same with George Lucas. Maybe, I feel like maybe get some, get some oh, urban Kirshner in there. The prospect Ooh. of dismembering Ryan Johnson. Dismembering Lego Ryan Johnson. I should have I should have Lego Ryan Johnson. Not the real one. Lego. I should have known when we when I brought up JJ that this is where the conversation would go, and I should know better. I didn't bring it up. You. I brought <laughs> and James up. mentioned RJ, not me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but if they if they do that, and if like if they had JJ and Ryan, and they didn't have George Lucas, like that would be. Uh, I feel like that would be some form of a cardinal sin or something Blast like that. So, me. Um, so yeah. I mean, maybe, but it's like, if they don't have them, it's not the end of the world. I think, you know, I'm definitely excited to see the variety of characters that we are going to get in the game. And it looks like even from the trailer and it was funny cause uh, um, I, I know you're probably mentioning this later, but it did show some characters that you could play as. And at first I was like, I thought it was Yoda. And I was like, why does Yoda have this thing on his head? That doesn't. I've never seen him wear anything on his head. He's got a mullet. And he's like, it's like, is that hair? Is that a cloak? And I was like, and then I, um, and then I realized from like, that's actually Yaddle, which I guess is another mm-hmm. character um, from you briefly see in Episode One, which you guess but, um, is another. Yeah, character it's just funny. I mean, James. I, I am James. Oh, no, James. Is, is, a, is character, but not one who. <laughs> there <starts>. we go. <laughs> But but the, what's interesting is I have well, some I, canon questions about why is Yaddle on the uh, on Kashyyyk? Bec- if, if that's Kashyyyk in Episode Three, Yaddle's already dead. Yaddle dies mm-hmm. right after the Phantom Menace, from what we understand. <laughs> so that doesn't make huh. sense. I mean, obviously uh, you can play as any character anywhere, but if it's like that's from the if that's <laughs> from the actual storyline, I'm like, hmm, I, I don't understand how this works. Well, I mean, you know, what, what so. about the droid attack on the Wookiees? Uh, maybe he came in before mm. episode one. Or, um. I don't know if we're just like chasing rabbits, but let me ask a question more about the tone of the game. So you guys being the ones who have actually played Star Wars Lego games mm-hmm. to completion, like I mentioned, mm-hmm. um, in the past, before the, before the dialogue, and I know they did, they did they ever take literally scripted lines and just throw them into the game, or was it mainly just unscripted with written dialogue or whatever no in previously was, they'd only ever done just grunts like mm, 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 mm. okay <laughs> yeah. uh, or but uh, you you get a retelling of the story right yeah. basically the the story is the same yeah, yeah. all the stories and, the and same, you're going yeah. through the same events yeah yeah mm-hmm. so this is the chance like this is a totally new game i think about when i think about unscripted games that are stuck in the past the fir- my, fir- my first thought goes to all the Pokemon games. Mm-hmm. And even this past year with Sword and Shield, there's still no scripted writ or, or voiced dialogue. And we're sitting there going, this is lazy. This is, you know, there's every reason to have it. Um, <clears throat> and even the Mario games, which I loved Mario Odyssey. Did you play that one, James, when it came out? Um, I did not, but I actually don't own a Nintendo system, unfortunately, right now. Um, so I wish it did, okay. but I, you know, say trying to well odyssey and and recently the 3d all-stars just came out mm. which is a great chance for you to go back and you get all the whoohoos you get all of those <laughs> but that's that's all you get and uh it's odyssey me. you know it had kind of these like 
generic Bowser mumbles, <laughs> and then you know you, the the text would come up. Um, I'm sure that Lego Star Wars could just as easily have done that, but what we're getting it instead is genuinely hilarious, fun moments that I'm sure will be memeable. And that's the other part. I'm I'm like, ooh, there'll be new memes that could come from this. Who knows? It's true. Um, but let me ask you though, because I've I've actually meant to ask. What is going to be like the the clincher for y'all? Is the tone, if do they have to nail the tone right? As far as like, they can't like take a tense moment and then all of a sudden just tear it to pieces and making fun of it. Or what what do you think is the goal? What do you want, Jonathan? I want just a fun big game that is not too ridiculously hard to beat. Which I kind of feel like with Lego games after the second one, where like I could never complete the game i got through every level got the like uh i don't know how to describe it what was the the success bar thing like when you're getting the coins james and you complete it and you get the the flashing oh what's that called uh super or it's a uh, ah oh man it's been a long time since i've played super basically Jedi it's like when like you get all or, the all yeah something like that when you get all the coins like yeah and then all the mini kits that you can get there oh i hope there's mini kits by the way that that's a staple of Lego games, at least um, of the Star Wars Lego games. That is, but but like it's it's long as it's like playable. I expect the tone to be funny. I expect them to take the most serious. Like in the trailer, we get the scene where he says, "So be it, Jedi," uh-huh. and then he like throws the fake lightning and just goes. Whoosh. Oh my gosh! Oh, so that was funny. the funniest moment. Yeah, to me. it was hilarious. Uh, and then you have the punch it, Chewie, which is also funny because. That's exactly the joke that all of us have been making for so long, and we're like, they're acknowledging it. Um, I'm, uh-huh. With the tone, I'm totally good with that. Uh, and then my last point mm. is, I had a handful of moments where I was just bawling with laughter, and that was when they had the um, uh, the they had uh, Han and Greedo, oh, and they're hiding underneath the table, and they're just going. And then they like yeah. duck back, and they're not even looking at each other. And they're just going pew 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 pew. And yeah, <laughs> playing off the hot shot in front of the hot shot. Yeah, exactly. Or the McClunky, like that type of thing. It's just making it's it's mm. it's just making it extra funny. It's like mm. adding another layer to that. Like I expect all that stuff to happen, so I I ex- fully expect the tone to be perfect. What about you, James? Yeah, it looks like a lot of fun, honestly. With that, I. I'm definitely excited for some of the humor I can see already from, like, the pictures and everything. I think, like, there is the moment where, you know, um, I think uh, you, you see Luke's cloak and, and then he turns around and it's Porgs, which I thought was kind of funny. Yeah. Um, and then uh, um, oh, yeah. I think, like, I'm, I'm just looking at the um, so, some of the one-on-one shots of some of the battles and... I have to say, like, the prequel battles look like they're going to be amazing. Like, the battle against Darth Maul, or the battle... Um, you, you see a shot of Obi-Wan fighting uh, Darth Maul, and uh, you see the shot of Obi-Wan fighting General Grievous, and both of those look incredible. Like, I, I feel like I really want to play those battles the most. Um, I'm, I'm hoping that they, they pull off... Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't know if this is off-subject slightly from what you were saying, but... I'm actually hoping that they do throw in the drop-in, drop-out co-op option. Because that was one of the things I loved about the original games. I'm sure they will. Yeah, if they didn't do that, I feel like that would be a major disappointment. Um, I mean, it's fun to play, you know, by yourself, but it's like, it's it's also fun just going to have, like, the the team duo, you know, just playing 
uh, with a friend and everything. I, I feel like that was one of the great things about the um, about the original games, that even though they're changing it, um, I feel like they they really have to keep true to that. But um, yeah, I mean, I don't know if that answers your question entirely. That I feel like I went down another rabbit trail a little bit. But I'll I'll say this though. Um, the music that they played in it is the same exact same music that they used for the final Rise of Skywalker mm-hmm. uh, trailer music. I thought it was very effective. Kind of like the when they had the announcement for Clone Wars Saved, the music for that trailer was the exact same as the Force Awakens trailer that had the Chewie We're Home moment. And so it already kind of had that nostalgia built in. And this one, I thought it actually did quite work. The music, it has a sense of awesome finality with it. Did, did, did that work for you, Nathan? Oh yeah. I mean that, that particular theme was what tried to tie in all nine episodes together. Mm -hmm. So with this, it's the music behind it. That's going to add in the seriousness of star Wars and the, in a, bring us into the universe i think that music does it does a a better job than almost anything else Mm -hmm. um which i was thinking a second ago about the uh, family guy parodies the uh, blue harvest special and and the others the fact that they got the original music really really solidified those and uh so in in many ways i kind of expect this game to be a pg version of those same type (laughs) of you know, jokes, yeah. but a little bit more appropriate things that you could show to your kids and a great way to introduce your family to the Star Wars universe, um, even at a young age, if they're not quite ready for the movies, even. Um, mm-hmm. But I was noticing, John, um, or James, you mentioned about the, the battle with Maul. Mm-hmm. And uh, did the lightsaber controls always have specialized moves and things like that uh, in the previous games? No, they were, I mean, the, the lightsaber moves were kind of, um, and I mean, this is a podcast, so I mean, I can't Eric. actually, it's like a left, right, and up or something like that. Uh, or, or you could like, you could jump and then you jump once and then you slam down on the ground or you jump twice and then you basically stab into the ground. So it's, um, it was, uh, that, yeah. that was kind of the, <laughs> the only moves that were in the first two games, I think, when it came to Jedi. Um, so it looks like they're definitely going to advance that, which, I mean, I kind of enjoyed the simplicity yeah. of the way it was previously. But at the same time, for a game like this, I feel like it could be pretty incredible to see an actual lifelike model of, uh, but but in Lego form, of the Duel right. of the Fates or the... Um, uh, the battle of Anakin and Obi-Wan on Mustafar. I mean, it certainly will be interesting to see. And I'm hoping that, you know, the one thing is like, I think I could see this in the force awakens Lego game that they made. And the thing I didn't like about that game was there was a lot of moments where it's kind of locked down only into the moment. And it kind of made it a little bit less fun. Um, and some of the, uh, uh, walk through, moments of the game that they had created it didn't feel right for a star wars game and it might be partially because um i think since we grew up playing the originals the originals really had the moments where you would go into a level but it was like a level and you finish that level and you go to the next level of the game um but it was all happening in Mos Eisley cantina or dexter jets jester's mm-hmm. cantina yeah and um mm-hmm. i mean that's actually something i i mean it would be cool to have the open world, but then there's a part of me that kind of wants that nostalgic feel of 
I still like the idea of going into or walking around and seeing a bunch of random Lego Star Wars characters in a cantina just hanging out or fighting each other or something. So, But if they don't do that... I wouldn't be surprised if if we got us Kanata's castle this time as the home base. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Since we already have had the Dexter Dexter's uh, diner, Dex's diner, that's it. And um, uh, the Mosaisley Cantina. I think that that makes sense. Um, There's a lot. And and what's great about Maz Kanata's castle is that since it's been around for a thousand years, you can have it in every era and it would make sense for her to be there and for um, stuff to be happening there. Uh, So I think that is... If I was to put money on any answer, um, mm. but I totally agree with you, James, that having that like home base almost um, was quite fun and getting into the, the action a little bit. It was essentially like you would press the action button and if you weren't jump in the middle of jumping or something, it, the action happened for you. You could just direct where it was happening. So like if mm-hmm. there's no one nearby, I'm just swinging my lightsaber and then I turn to the right or left and then I'm just you know, turning with it. So it wasn't that much control as, as you were talking about. So I do like that that is there. Um, uh, we were talking about how some of the voice stuff and we had the grunting. Mm. I think James, you'll agree with me. The, my favorite voice from the originals no! was whenever you would, you died when you were Yoda. And yeah. You had that, <laughs> yeah. That, uh, that sound effect, it's, it, they took it straight from uh, Yoda in uh, Attack of the Clones when he attacks Dooku. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, like, I'm sure they'll have something like that, but it's just like, it was that, something like that was just funny. Yeah. And it would just, anytime you died, you heard that sound. Mm-hmm. I hope we get something like that for not only Yoda, but for all the characters, some kind of a, uh, a, a death yeah. sound. Anakin um, sounded like a lamb dying with, or something like that. It was like... Yeah, he did. Like, <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> uh, Worst thing, yeah, we, we played a, it. I think we played yeah. it on the computer and distorted the audio a little bit, so it was like actually high pitch um, rather than its normal sound. I don't know. Yeah. It might have been different for computer than it, PlayStation or etc. But I do want to yeah. point out and something that I want to thank Lucasfilm and Lego and whoever made this decision that. They're doing it on the PS5, but they are also doing it on the PS4. Thank you, because too often, when a new console comes out, they just start doing everything on that new console, and I'm like, wait, I haven't even gotten stuff for the old one yet. Yeah. It's like, why are you moving to to the PS5 when I only have the PS4? I don't want to have to buy a new console, so yeah. I'm glad that they're doing it like that. Same. And they, of course, have all the other ways to buy it, so that is... I don't think that anyone from Lucasfilm is going to hear this, but I am. I am supportive of that move. Yeah, same uh, Do you have any other points, Nathan, uh, of things you wanted to talk about or stuff that really stood out to you? Um, I mean, I know, I know for this, like, the ease of, of modernizing the game that they, apparently they improved third-person angle oh. for, like, blaster characters. Oh, yes. Instead of, like, that fixed camera angle where... Like, I'm telling you, anytime I go back to a game where I don't have a literal, with my right joystick, the ability to completely control the character behind me, mm-hmm. I'm frustrated. Um, and that that's one of the most easy ways that you can modernize a game is, is put yourself in complete control of the camera angle at all mm-hmm. times, um, which is it's good that they're doing that. And um, it, appear, it appears that they're, able, that they're doing that anyway. Um, I don't want to have a fixed camera angle. I really hope that that's... But it looks like from for the blaster characters, you get that behind the character 
angle, so you're able to see them and see them fire. Anyway, that should be that should be very good. And like I said earlier, we talked about you know the lightsaber controls. I hope that the integration of force powers into the lightsaber battles will be a lot more cool. That there'll be combinations of pushes in between your lightsaber strikes and you know those type of things that that are really gonna make it a more respectable game in the eyes of gamers. Mm-hmm. Um, any steps in that direction will probably be well received and fun and you know i don't think that the lego star wars you know people that are fans of that are not they're not going to have a problem with it there i mean the difficulty should never be an obstacle to to beating the game but you should put enough in there to keep your people you know interested for a second playthrough interested for more exploration and things like that so mm. and just to add on to jonathan i mean <clears throat> I'm actually thinking about getting it for Switch, mm-hmm. even though I have Xbox One and have plans to get one of, I'm not sure which, but one of the new generation consoles. Um, but having it on Switch is just, that's, I think that's the, this, the system right now that people are saying, this is brilliant. The, the Switch is really, it's really something that y'all should personally look into getting because of how great it is. And, and you can get it, bring it, play each other, play me. We'll do some Mario Kart, <laughs> and then we'll do we'll do. But yeah, I do I do agree too. Earlier, I remember playing with families. My only real interactions for a long period of time with the game where we would sit there two or three hours after Thanksgiving feast, and literally me and a cousin would just smash through droids for a couple hours on uh, you know <laughs> Star Wars, Lego Star Wars game or whatever. So the the co op play got to stay. It's got to stay. Mm-hmm. I totally think. Yeah, and, and part to of- the point of like the size, I'll let you talk in a second, James. Like we used to, James and I used to be able to complete the entire first game in one sitting, like just one night, just go at it. We could just do it. Um, <laughs> it was not hard. And the second game, you could complete the levels, but you definitely could not like complete the game in one night it was mm-hmm. impossible it would take several several days of lot of all day playing Good. whereas this yeah. i think this is going to be like pff, weeks of playing like like this is going to have tons of I immersion so. and it's gonna i feel like the reason that they are taking extra time with this is because they're adding in so much this isn't i don't think this is just going to be five levels or six levels uh an episode i think we're going to get some serious extra long play of the game which I think is just going to be great so what were you going to say uh, James um, you know it's funny I, I actually don't remember now but um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry uh, it's okay I, I wish I I wish I did remember but um, <laughs> you you mentioned um, Nathan in your notes that the director is James McLaughlin which I hadn't uh, known that he had directed other games, but he had directed the Hobbit, LOTR, and Dimensions games. The only one of oh. those that I've played is the the LOTR game, and I loved it. Mm-hmm. I thought it. The, I think that was the highest rated one that he's done. I that think that yeah. Mm-hmm. I would personally put the LOTR game almost on the level that I put the old Lego Star Wars games. Mm-hmm. Like it's just. It was so impressive. Like, obviously, they had to scale some stuff down so you can ride from Mordor to Hobbiton in, like, five minutes. But yeah. it's still oh, yeah. an impressive game and with, like, an impressive size. So mm-hmm. I, I, I have confidence in that. Um, uh, so I, I did like that, that, that you put that out. Um, I'm just thinking of... Are there any planets that aren't as 
popular that you think you want to get more of or that are bigger or something like is there a specific planet you're more interested in james hmm um i mean i'm trying to think of one off the top of my head i'm even trying to like look at the <laughs> the footage right now just to see which which ones stand out uh be interesting to see well i'm excited to see what they do with mustafar i think like um maybe if there was one level that was kind of disappointing um as far as the content was the Mustafar level of Anakin and Obi-Wan in the first game. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually excited yeah. to see what they're going to do with that. Cause it looks, it looks pretty beautiful. Also, well, Naboo's going to be really fun to, to explore. Yes. I feel like mm-hmm. um, you can even see that. Um, and I forget the actual term for it, but just the, the different um, levels that they're fighting in, in the, um, uh, the palace of Theed. It, it looks incredible. Um, but I mean, Honestly, like there's everything, like every planet that we get to go to within this game looks like it's going to be pretty exciting to to perhaps see and everything, except for maybe uh, oh shoot, what's that one planet in um, <laughs> the Last Jedi <laughs> that nobody likes? What? Um, okay, if, if you're going to say Canto Bite, I was actually going to say Canto I'm excited Bite. for Canto Bite because uh, there's Canto so Bite. many jokes that they can make on that planet, like. So many casino-related jokes or, like, Easter eggs, Or cameo jokes or, or something cameo. like that. Like, or, if they're going to have a yeah. Lego George Lucas hidden, that it would be the place to do it, I think. Um, I mean, they or could do Lego it in Ryan the Or Lego Ryan Johnson. Um, well, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. But my point is that, like, yeah. that type of thing, I think, is great for mining. If you were talking about mining new ideas, new jokes, mm. new concepts, um, even new gameplay. Like, if they wanted to add a little level where... Uh, Finn and Rose have to go and uh, win some some lotteries in order to move on to the next thing, and I think that would be kind of humorous. Uh, so I think there's potential for for that that planet. So that's mm-hmm. actually the one that I'm most interested in. But yeah. Nathan, which well, of which of these planets are you interested in? Man, planets. I don't. I don't, <laughs> care. I don't care. What I want to see, I want to see them take all nine movies and you get all these characters every single one of them and the, the, the possibilities the potential lies within the jokes you're gonna have the po- I mean Palpatine Palpatine's in episode nine mm-hmm. let's have Palpatine making some jokes in episode nine comparing Ray to like Anakin and stuff and to Luke and like he's like oh not this <laughs> you know whatever <laughs> yeah I want to see the jokes. Mm-hmm. I want to see the humor, and that's really what's going to give the life to this game. If they and if I don't know if they'll do it, but if they don't take the chance to literally have these characters interact, I mean, it would be so mm-hmm. easy to have a hub planet where they're all there. Even you know, it you know, all you have to do is make them force ghosts if they're <laughs> not alive at that particular time, and just have like you know, hang out, hang out, cantina or whatever, like. Jedi can't. I don't know. Whatever it yeah. is, just make that make that hub, and they, you can go, and the characters can talk to each other, and you just script a few funny cutscenes, mm-hmm. Easter eggs that you can only unlock after you completed the full game, or whatever else. But like, those <laughs> type of things will endear fans to you and make people want to play, and rewards you for full exploration, for collectability, rewards you in those ways. Give me the fun stuff, the humor, and that'll that'll turn me into mm-hmm. a player that'll go back and. Probably by if there's if there's jokes, especially that are only things you understand by playing a previous um, Lego Star Wars game, mm-hmm. that would make me go back and play it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If there are callbacks to those games, that would make me interested enough to go back and do it. 
which um, I'm sure they want to do. And I'm sure they also want to sell new Lego sets. So I expect them yeah. to put in, you know, maybe mm-hmm. some unique things and maybe some new designs. I don't know. What do you guys, uh, like, what do you think about that? Is that something you expect? Is it like this cross, cross-generational Star Wars jokes and commentary? Yeah. They, they definitely will have to make references to all of the famous lines of uh, Episode 3. You know, mm-hmm. all like the I am the Senate. Ooh. I mean, there's so many memes that have been made from that. If they Absolutely. if they did not do oh, hello the, yes. there, that would be that would be a sin in itself. I feel I like I guarantee they're, they're going to make a joke about that. They're yeah. going to make a joke about that. I feel like prequel memes is going to have a party Absolutely. when this comes. Oh, out. for sure. Yeah. yeah. My my roommate, we call him and a walking prequel meme because like he's just like he knows. <laughs> the subreddit for for r slash prequel memes so well and so when he saw this trailer he was so excited and he's just like oh the jokes i can make now so Mm -hmm. i want palpatine in episode nine to say instead of i am all the sith i want him to say i am all (laughs) the senators (laughs) (laughs) i mean i am well both both whatever (laughs) i i do think yeah. I, I think there's some something like that um, uh, that he could he could make. I, I would really like to see um, Padme and Leia meet and in in the hub or whatever somehow, and Leia be like, um, "Oh, mom, I remember you." And she's like, "How do you remember me? I died right after you were born." Like, make some kind of meat out of that joke. That that continuity yeah. problem. Yeah, that's a I, good well, one. You, I think that's good. Well, you were mentioning. Um, planets earlier and actually one other one i thought about jonathan was um coruscant like there's one shot you see of mace windu on coruscant yeah i was gonna say yeah that yeah, looks yeah. Beautiful. coruscant being the hub yeah. uh, go ahead james that, but no that's okay it looks beautiful like i think i'm excited to see what that planet looks like but again it's pretty much every single planet that they're gonna do i'm sure it's gonna look glorious so um uh can't wait for that um uh, yeah, so I definitely uh, agree that Coruscant would be... I think Coruscant's too easy of a place to make the hub. And also, I don't know. I just, like, I, I'm just i just thinking, what would be the hub? Would you use Dex's Diner? Would you use the Jedi Temple? I've heard that there's multiple ones, though, Jonathan. Does, have you read that? That there's multiple what? Multiple hub Maybe worlds. that's the case. I, I hadn't read that. Well, that's what I've read is in Maybe. different articles. I'm, I am interested in, in, in that. Um, I would be, oh, here's, here's something. So, you know how you can go, like, you're going to be, we're going to be able to explore the Death Star in, um, Rise of Skywalker. I think they should be putting little stuff, like a certain type of mouse droid or something, and make it so you pass Mm -hmm. the same mouse droid or something like that. Or, like, I don't know, they, they, (laughs) they need to have stuff that they set specifically in, uh, the, the... Uh, Return of the Jedi levels that will pay off mm-hmm. in the um, Rise of Skywalker levels. I think that that could be cool concepts, and maybe that with other planets, maybe with Tatooine yeah. or something yeah. else. <laughs> I wonder if they'll have beach troopers again. You remember how they did that? Oh yeah, beach beach troopers were funny. Um, yeah, and then uh, I think. <laughs> oh, go ahead. Oh, I think they're going to definitely have to be careful about how they handle the. Um, uh, the the slave Leia costume, the uh, what's now referred to as the <laughs> Hut Slayer costume, because in the original mm. Lego Star Wars Two video game, she <laughs> if you press one of the buttons, she starts <laughs> dancing. 
She starts she, she starts twirling around and shaking certain body parts, and like you, you could not get away shaking with making that joke yeah. now. Um, so I'm like, yeah, yeah, they're not gonna they're not gonna be able to do Seriously. that again. <laughs> they did make a pretty funny blue. I was looking at. Go ahead. Nathan. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Nathan. Sorry, <laughs> I was gonna say that Ray with her like sleeveless shirt, she looks like that character from The Last of Us with the beefy arms, the transgender one that's like hulked out on some protein powder. Oh. The last of oh, us. Oh, yeah, 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 you know yeah, yeah. Abby. Um, and actually, the, she's... Because the Lego arms make her look yeah. super buff. Yeah. She, and she's not actually transgender, I think, but but that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> oh, she's not? No, no, her, oh, her friend's, maybe, sorry. Her friend's well, transgender in the game, so... Memes. Yeah. I never played the game, so... Yeah. Sorry, I played through that game recently, so um, um, that's a whole other conversation. Oh, well, thanks for <laughs> thanks for fixing me. Yeah, um, probably a different podcast. No, we, that, mm, <laughs> I, I don't even want to go there. Uh, so yeah. that was another note I had. The final note that I made was the um, uh, was like there. There, I think there could be small little jokes on the characters. They could have there. There are several times where the same character is voiced by the same actor. So, like, if they have Yoda and Yolaren, it's the same same uh, voice actor. So I'm like, they could mm-hmm. have them talking mm-hmm. kind of back, kind of like in Family Guy when they have all the Seth MacFarlane characters just talking back. And he's like, really? Your voice sounds like this. I know, it's right. so similar. I mean, when you do so many voices, you, you, there's only so many voices you can do. Uh, <laughs> so I'm like, yeah. I think, I feel like they're going to make that joke like with Padme and Leia. Mm-hmm. They're, that's typically done by um, uh, the guy, the gal that does Padme for uh, the Clone Wars. She usually does Leia as well for a lot of the stuff. Um, Cat Tabor. Mm. So I'm feeling like they'll have stuff like that. Uh, like uh, the guy that voices Grievous um, is also the guy that voices all the regular droids. So if, I'm sure that they could make jokes about that in there. I think that that would be quite humorous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did anybody notice the uh, blue milk reference? No, I missed that. Or the blue. The yes, blue. I saw if that. If you go to like, it's a point yeah. 40, uh, 40 seconds rather in, into the um, trailer and you see Luke and he, he jumps off, uh, off of the board in the Sarlacc pit and everything. The cell barge. And then he, he, has a, he has a jug of milk and he chugs oh, it and then he right. has a blue milk mustache. He chugs it. Right. Yeah. No, my favorite one was the um, <clears throat> Palpatine and two clone troopers with fishing yes. rods. Lifting severed oh, yeah. Anakin's body. Yeah, that, was, of, that was also like pretty funny. Like they're fishing in the lava. Hey, we caught we caught Anakin. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what the bait was. Was it unlimited power, or maybe it was just <laughs> the tragedy of Dark Plagueis the Wise, oh, signed copy by <laughs> by Lord. That would, oh, yeah, no, that would they, be sh- funny. they should make a joke of good. Our first catch of the day, or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> As they're really <laughs> It could. Uh, I missed the joke. I oh, couldn't I'm sorry. It, it was. He was making I, a I joke said, about. Uh, um, it, he probably will say good. Our first catch of the day. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, never mind. he said our good. Our first okay. catch of the day. So. Oh oh oh, oh yes. Okay yes. Oh yes, my God. I see why the laughter from Jonathan. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, many little things like uh, C-3PO with a bath, uh, a, a bath, um, 
Well, he, when he's in the, the oil bath, I think he's got like a so um, bath cap on or something like that. So it's pretty funny. We did get in the old 2003 Tartakovsky Clone Wars, we did get a sexy 3PO um, scene where he takes off this robe and it's kind of like disturbing. So maybe what? we can get something like that when he comes out of the oil bath. Oh, my. Uh. Anyway, I'll, <laughs> I'll transition. Um, so, Nathan, if you were going to give this a rating on a scale of 1 to 10... Roughly, I didn't ask you ahead of time to do this, so you're on the spot. What kind of rating on the, on the trailer? trailer uh, what do you think uh, is your rating, roughly? Well, it's not as good as Mandalorian. Obviously. Trailer. And the reason why is it gives away too much. The, the funny move... I mean, I really hope that they saved funny I'm sure moments. They will. But I, I think that it's likely that some of the best moments have already been given away mm-hmm. in the trailer. And that's partially because, like I said, we this is new for them to have the voice acting. So they have to let people at ease. They have to settle their discussions about, we don't like it. But people will like it, and we know that. But I still think it's a good trailer, and I think because it's such a good trailer, we're talking about it, and I'm interested in the... I don't understand what the controversy was, if there was implied controversy, because I would probably give this, like, 8 out of 10 for a trailer. Mm-hmm. So, um, What was the controversy? I'm The fact curious. that they use voices at all. Yeah, That's at it. least for me, because, like, it was a huge, like, initially, I don't know about James, but for me, I was like, we were hoping it wasn't going to be voices when we were talking mm-hmm. about it. Um, but, James, yeah. what would your, your but, rating be? Uh, I would say, you know, as far as the trailer, I would rate it 8, eight or 8.5 out of 10, I think, uh, because it was, it was pretty excellent. I think that um, it shows so much of the things that we would want out of the game. Um and I think that uh, it's it's just I mean you have to go back and just watch it in small snippets like us nerds do um, I think with <laughs> what uh, stopping it and freeze framing it and everything but there it shows so much in just a small amount of time that it's not really giving too much away because you're dealing with content from nine movies and so um, I think that actually I'm, it makes me even more excited for the game because of how much they show of it that actually is going to exist in the game and compared to just showing um just being a teaser and making something that's not actually going to show up in the game uh like sometimes people will make a trailer that just shows the opening clip of a video game and not the actual gameplay i thought Mm -hmm. it was pretty excellent because it shows so much content of what's actually going to exist and what you're going to experience um including stuff that or characters that don't even relate to the main storyline. So I actually think that's pretty great. So, yeah, that's good. I have a lower rating than both of you just because I just, I think that this is a good trailer. I just don't think it's great. I don't think it has the the pop that it um, could have had. Uh, I think the music is good in the trailer. I think the humor is good. I think the visuals are good. I just don't think it's great. I, I don't know how to, I don't, I don't feel the, mm, I need to go buy this quite, maybe I will feel that when we get to spring 2021 and we're closer. Maybe mm-hmm. that's because I was, we're much closer to Mandalorian and that's why I felt more into the Mandalorian trailer, but I don't know. I'm just like, I'm into the game and I'm, I think like, I don't, you guys know, I don't buy many video games, rarely ever. Um, one video mm-hmm. game, maybe over the course of like two or three years, like that's my regular. So I think I'm going to get this one just because I, I'm, I'm a huge Lego fan and I think it's going to be fun. I would give it a 6.5 out of 10 
maybe a 7 out of 10. I think it's good. Mm. I just don't think it's quite amazing yet. But based on... Just based off the, the trailer. What, what were you wanting to see more off of? I know they didn't show a whole lot of, like, gameplay, gameplay mm-hmm. footage. Like, what we saw was a few clips of some of the, you know, vehicles that mm-hmm. you control, but mostly cutscenes. Yeah. And I get that the cutscene, the, the humor in those, maybe, maybe it, for me to lower my rating and saying as a game trailer, you wanted to see more of actually the gameplay footage. Now, we saw in-engine footage. We did, it wasn't pre-rendered footage. It was. It looked like. Yeah. I mean, it was in the mm-hmm. game engine, and I'll give a lot of credit for the backgrounds. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I had mentioned in my notes about the lighting, which you brought up, and the lighting. Mm-hmm. The lighting in this game matches the tones from the films really well. The only issue, really, to me, is they're they're lighting, you know, Lego figures which have a glossy. Mm-hmm. Uh, their bodies yeah. are glossy. Mm-hmm. And so they have to have, there's all of this lighting, and I wonder if that's going to bother me. Um, but for the gameplay in itself, which we saw a few pieces and clips of, I was left a little bit wanting to know more and see what the HUD would look, not not the hub, but the HUD, um, and some of the layouts and those things would look like if they were redesigned and things like that. But I did love the all of the scenes and the, you know, absolutely the backgrounds themselves they don't look to be stylized they look to be really aiming to be legitimate backgrounds you know rocks be rocks and whatnot not not lego rocks yeah. but rocks mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah that is I, I do i do like that aspect of it um so what what would have raised your mind in the trail what would have would have made it better uh, a you little bit said you like the music a but. little bit more um uh gameplay i think would be one thing um, maybe, I don't know, it just, uh, it seemed the, the visuals itself were a little bit disjointed, I thought. Um, uh, the moment where the Falcon just comes out and you're just fighting in the middle, he's just, it's just fighting in the middle of, um, the fleet. It just, I kind of felt like, oh, like it, the, the cutting of the music with the Falcon just didn't, that the change of shots didn't work really well for me. <laughs> um, I don't, that, that's a really weird thing but it's just like it's. I didn't it's, even remember that yeah I just don't feel like it's not like I think there's I don't think there's anything bad in the trailer I just don't get the feeling of oh this is awesome like what did you think of the sound design in the I trailer? thought it was pretty good like I don't have any complaints I, I don't know if it was just me because I was listening on my you know sound system at my computer which has like a sub and everything but the lightsabers sounded really really yeah. wickedly good Mm-hmm. The ships sounded good. There was a lot of momentum to some of the the, sh- the swings and things that they did. I liked the sound design on a level that I thought was higher than a Lego Star Wars game was capable of delivering. Mm-hmm. Delivering it was it was way way better mm-hmm. than I expected. Oh, indeed. And maybe that was trailers only. I don't know, but I that's one of the reasons why I rated it as highly as I did. I thought the lighting and the and the sound. In, in the game were good and the, sh- and the trailer showcased them well yeah I, I would have to agree um, well I think that's all of my notes do you have any final thoughts James uh, hmm not, not exactly um, I, I will say that final jokes what is your joke prediction one joke just tell us one that you think <laughs> Or wish. I know we already said some, so you don't have to if you don't have. Yeah, to that's that's a good yet. question. Um, oh man, I'm really trying to think of, of one specific because there's so many lines that they could play off of. But 
I definitely feel like there's going to be some sort of, uh, uh, <laughs> oh man, man, I, I can't think of one off the top of my head, but maybe I will for another I want, podcast. I want them to have, uh, Ewoks, Jar Jar, and, um, Porgs off, uh, off to the side at one point, And Ray says, what are those? And Luke says, we don't talk about those or something like that. <laughs> like, like Maybe. some kind of joke, some kind of meta, kind of like the, the Mandalorian had the, the meta, uh, I'm uh, not a stormtrooper. Uh, <laughs> those types of, or the, yeah. it looks like a, a, a Canto bite, uh, slot machine is talking about Mando's I'm, ship. A part of me is kind of curious if they're going to actually make any jokes about the, I don't like sand. Um, like sand. <laughs> I, I don't know if oh, they could I, do that I with hope. Legos, if that would be possible, but Lego, Lego but, sand. Um, it would be funny if they so. threw that in there. It's yeah. Lego sand or something like that. And <laughs> like, like Obi-Wan just like throws it at Anakin and Anakin screams or something like that. <laughs> or, I, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I'll tell you mine. I'll tell you mine. Are you ready? Yeah. yeah. Are, are you ready? I don't think you are. Are you really I'm, I'm ready? ready? Okay. So the scene on Mustafar with the fishing rods. Okay. I want literally for them to turn and panel to the side, and there is Ghost Qui-Gon Jinn, Force Ghost, with a fishing rod in hand. And he pulls up Anakin's legs after they pull up (laughs) Anakin's torso, and he says, there's always a bigger fish. (laughs) That would be funny. I'm hoping they do a joke that they've already made in the other Lego uh, stuff. Where in one of the Lego uh, ep- episodes, they have uh, uh, Obi-Wan and Yoda on Dagobah talking. And uh, they're like, oh, no, we need help. And then Qui-Gon Jinn shows up and they said uh, they, they don't really want Qui-Gon Jinn there. And so like, uh, we need to come up with something to give him. Uh, we need you to open this pickle jar. And Qui-Gon Jinn says, oh, you know, I'm good at opening pickle jars. I have a very particular set of skills. <laughs> <laughs> because it's Le- <laughs> little in- Le- Liam Neeson uh, <laughs> joke from Taken. I want yeah. I want something like that, or like um, or like some- something like, "Do not cite the prophecy of the chosen one to me. I was there when it was written." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, e- either that or you have like a Samuel L. Jackson reference of some sort. Like, um, uh, um. I don't know. You could have a... <laughs> I have had it with these monkey fighting. Snakes on a plane one? <laughs> yeah, I don't think we can um, make any jokes like that. What are all these monkey flipping droids on this monkey flipping yeah, plane? Yeah, that's going to... Or Starship. Or, or, or mid- midichlorian. Midichlorian. I guess it's going to be... <laughs> yeah. No, midichlorian will probably be the, the, the separate word, if anything. They're going um, to be like... They could make some good midichlorian jokes. Midichlorian. <laughs> <laughs> Midi chlorian, micro All right, well, this is going off the rails. So uh, oh, we're gonna take a giga chlorian. We're gonna know. take a quick break, and when we return, we'll announce our topic for episode number twenty-three. And we're back from our short little interlude, and we're back to tell you specifically what we will talk about in our next exciting adventures. That is the adventures number 23 of Two Sons of Tatooine. So, Jonathan, why don't you tell us what's next if they tune in? 
Well, our next episode is going to be lots of fun. We are going to be talking about the next eight uh, chapters, I guess, short stories, the next eight short stories from the book, from a certain point of view, or as the fandom calls it, FACPOF. Um, that's the, the <laughs> little acronym, but that's, yeah, that's what we call it, FACPOF. And uh, we're going to be talking about that. We're really excited. We really hope that Nathan will join us and get the actual mm-hmm. full version um, but uh, Mike Self, our other co-producer, will be joining us, as he always does for our book stuff. So that'll be quite fun. And, uh, yeah, we'll just keep chugging along until The Mandalorian comes out, and we'll be deluged with tons of content once that happens. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, I can't wait. It's coming soon. So um, oh, you can find us this is the way. on... Yeah, exactly. This is the way. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash two sons of Tatooine. Uh, you can follow our page there for all news and other things from us. Uh, you can find us, our podcast on Apple Podcasts and also known as iTunes. You can find us on Google Podcasts, on Stitcher, on iHeartRadio. You can find our podcast on um, uh, basically just anywhere you look for podcasts. You're generally going to find us there. We're, we're in a lot of places. Radio.com, that's the other one I was looking for. We also... Uh, I have are on Simplecast. That is our primary site um, uh, on Apple Podcasts. Uh, if you like listening to us, please give us a good review um, and a rating there. Um, you can find my book reviews for Roku Depot uh, at RokuDepot.com, uh, mm. and that is just about everywhere I think you can find us. So um, until next time, I'm Jonathan, and I am Nathan, aka NP Bro. And I'm James. And thank you for listening to Two Sons of Tatooine.